Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Our guest this week will get your mouth watering for chocolate as he takes us through his intrepid time in Peru. You may recall we talked to Jonty Tatham not long after he started making chocolate from scratch in the farm kitchen where, as a boy and keen cook, he had helped feed the farm workers. Jonty has recently returned from meeting the Peruvian farmers who grow the cacao beans he uses for his chocolate. Leah Tebbit caught up with him and first asked, why beans from Peru? As a point of difference, I really wanted to lean into Peru and sourcing from Peru to try and showcase to people that chocolate is very similar to fine wine. There's lots of different genetics. There's lots of different uh, factors that go into uh, the final bar of chocolate that you eat. And Peru was the, the perfect choice for it because uh, in Peru there's an unparalleled amount of genetic biodiversity as well as cacao producers in general. There's hundreds to choose from. So, yeah, it made perfect sense. And so obviously the sustainability element of, of the cacao in Peru sort of won you over? There, there are a lot of factors to consider with Peru, but that's definitely a big one of them. For sure, I think in, in the chocolate world still, there's still a lot of uh, unjust activities, uh, you could say, occurring. And if I was going to invest, you know, put my heart and soul into something, I didn't want it to be putting it into chocolate that's not ethically sourced. And Peru is one of the safest countries in general to, to source cacao from. They're the world's leading producer of organic cacao. I think they also have one of the highest average rates of pay for farmers. And everything that I had suspected was confirmed when I went there and visited many, many farms, saw the states people were living in. And yeah, I'm very glad I made that choice now. Because, mm, as you mentioned, you, you've just come back from Peru, you spent a month there um, and came back at the beginning of August, but was that also the first time that, that you'd been there and been able to witness you know, the, the beginning of your own chocolate journey? Indeed, indeed, yeah. So I've been very eager to get to Peru since we say I launched in 2020. Long story short, we finally got the opportunity and I was able to see uh, with my own eyes everything that sort of takes place. Over in Peru, it's a little bit different. The areas that I went, I mean, there's lots of different climates um, that they produce cacao in, but the, the main one that I spent the most time in was up in the north in uh, what's known as the San Martin Department. And there it's technically in the Amazon Basin. Um, and so it's very hot, very humid. Um, there's a lot of jungle everywhere. And the farmers there, their average size is two hectares, so quite a bit smaller than uh, in New Zealand. Typically, the farmers will produce a variety of different either fruits or vegetables, or sometimes both, and occasionally they'll have some animals like some cattle, but it's pretty rare. Typically, you would expect to see they have some tall trees uh, in their section of farm. The tall trees are there to provide shade for the, the cacao trees and the other trees that are growing. And then underneath those, they can either have banana trees uh, and then cacao trees and then maybe some smaller ones and they would harvest all their cacao, and then they would give it to a local fermentary or sell it on to a co-op, and that's how they make their money. 
and like I said, most of them are organic. Um, and so pretty much every farm that I went to had its own way of, uh, I guess, operating the ecosystem or operating the, the farm in sort of a, a rotational way where they would use the leftover cacao pods, uh, break them up into fertilizer to use for another vegetable that they were growing and, and vice versa. So sort of everything played into played into itself um, over there, which was very cool. Didn't really know what I was getting into when I went over there, but it was yeah, it was truly the trip of a lifetime, and it completely opened my eyes to to the world of cacao and South America as well. Yeah, because I mean, you mentioned that a lot of the farmers were organic. Is that by the fact that they kind of just have no other option to be organic? And I mean, what are the sort of challenges that they're facing by being farmers in, in Peru? Say, if you went in the past twenty or thirty years ago. A lot of the farmers that are now farming cacao were probably farming coca, which is the leaf that's used to make cocaine. And what they were doing was exporting it uh, over to Colombia, where it was made into cocaine and then shipped around the world. And San Martin, which is right up the top of Peru, is very close to Colombia, essentially. So that whole area was renowned for, for producing coca leaves. And since the government has started to make some real positive change, they offered to subsidise the production of cacao and coffee. And so these farmers have basically got rid of their coca plantations and have started planting cacao and coffee or various other things. And that has, I guess, allowed them to, to be in a much more stable position, not necessarily at the mercy of criminals who are wanting to, to you know, exploit them. And I think with regards to the whole organic thing, my perception of it is that they they produce their cacao in an organic fashion, not because they have to, uh, but because that's the only way they know how, and that's the only way that they have done for for many many years. Um, so to them, it's it's natural. It makes sense to, like I say, use use the pods from from the cacao once they once they've been used to crush them up and make fertilizer, and that's just something that comes naturally to them. John T. Tatham of Lucid Chocolatier, who makes chocolate at the family sheep and beef farm in coastal Wairarapa. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.